When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Beyond the Wall by Ambrose Brace. Many years ago, on my way from Hong Kong to New York, past a week in San Francisco, a long time had gone by since. I've been in that city during which my ventures in the Orient had prospered beyond my hope. I was rich and could afford to visit my country to renew my friendship with such of the companions of my youth that still lived and remembered me with old affection, chief as I hoped was Menhum Dupier, an old schoolmate for whom I held this poetry correspondence which long ceased the way correspondence between men. You may observe the disposition to write a merely social letter, erasure square, the distance between you and your correspondent. It is the law. I remember Dupier as a handsome, young, strong young fellow, scurry tastes, aversion to work, and marked indifference to many of the things the world cared for, including wealth, of which, however, inherited through and inherited enough to put him beyond the reach of want. In his family, one of the oldest and most aristocratic in the family came to the country. It was, I think, a matter of pride, and no member of it had been made been in trade or politics or suffered any kind of distinction. Mom head was of trifle sentimental, and had him a singular element of superstition that led him to study of all manner of occult subjects, though his sane mental health safeguarded him against fantastic and perilous faiths, and made daring incursions into the realm of the unreal without renouncing his residence in the poetry surveyed and charted region of what we were pleased to call certitude. The night I visit to him was stormy. The California winter was on, incessant rain splashed in, the deserted streets or lifted by irregular gusts of wind were hurled against the houses with credible fury. And no small difficulty my cabman found the right place of rain out towards the ocean breach. The sparsely populated suburb, dwelling a rather ugly one, apparently stood in the centre of its grounds, which as nearly as I could make out, the gloom was as full to attitude of either flowers or grass. Three or four trees, withering and moaning, tormented the tempest, appearing to be trying to escape for their dismal environment and take the chance of finding a better one out at sea. Houses, two stormy brick structures, a tower, and a story higher at one corner in a window was only one vis- was was only visible light. Something in the appearance of the place made me shudder. Formless of may have been assaulted, assisted by a reel of rainwater down my back, I scurried to cover in the doorway. In answer to my note of praising him. Of my wish to call Dapier had written, Don't mean, open the door and come up. I did so, the staircase was dimly lit- 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 lighted by a single gas jet, 
the top of the second flight. I managed to reach a landing without disaster. I entered an open door into the lighted square room on the top of the tower. Faber came forward in gown and slippers received me, gave me the greeting that I wished. If I had held a fault, it might more fitly been accorded to me the front door. The first look had been dispelled any sense of its positivity. He's not the same. Hardly past middle age, he's gone grey, quite a pronounced stoop. His figure was thin and angular, his face well deeply lined, his complexion dead white by a trace of colour. His eyes are naturally large, glowed with fire, and was almost a cane. He seated me, pre offered a cigar, a grave of obvious sincerity, to show me the pleasure that it gave him to meet me. Some in important conversation followed. But all the while he's dominated by unpolished sense of such great change in him. This you must have perceived, for he suddenly said, a bright enough smile, You disappointed me, non song, questlium extram. I knew what to reply, but many say, Why, when you don't know, your Latin is about the same. If I didn't again know, he said, being a dead language, it grows in appropriateness. But please have the patience to wait. Where I'm going here, where I'm going, there is perhaps a better time. Will you care for her meshes in it? Her eyes faint as he spoke, concluded he was looking into my eyes of gravity that distressed me. Yet I could not surrender myself to his mood, not permit him to see how deeply his patience of death affected me. I fancy that it would be lo- that it would be long, I said, before human speech would cease to serve our need, and the need of its possibilities to service for their parts. In no reply, I was too silent. The talk had been taken disparaging turn, yet I knew not how to give it a more agreeable character. So I need the pause of the storm. The dead silence was almost startling, by contrast with the previous outwell, heard a gentle tapping which appeared to come from the wall behind my chair. Sound was such as might have been made by a human hand, not as upon the door by asking admittance. Not as upon the door by one asking admittance, but rather I thought it was a green signal and assurance of someone in his presence, generally room most of us. I fancy had more experience of such communications, like we could care to relate, Glance at Dupy, if possibly, there's something to amusement, and a look he did not observe it. He appeared to have forgotten my presence, and he was staring at the wall behind me. Especially in his eyes, labelled a name. Though my memory of it, as vivid today, as was my sense of it then, situation embarrassing, rose to take my leave, and this he seemed to recover himself. Please be seated, he said, it's nothing, no one's there. The tapping was repeated, the same gentle, slow insistence as before. Pardon me, I said. It is late. May I call tomorrow? He smiled a little mechanically. I thought very delicate of you, said he, but quite needless. Really, this is the only room in the town. No one is here. There, at least he left the sentence incomplete. Rose and threw up a window, only opening the wall, which the sound seemed to come. See, not clearly knowing what else to do, I followed him to the window, looked out, street lamp. Some little distance away gave enough light from the murk of the rain, as again falling in torrents, made it plain, totally plain that no one was there. In truth, there's nothing but sheer 
blank wall of the town. Xavier closed the window, seeing me to my seat resumed his own. The incident was not in itself partially mysterious. Any one of the dozen explanations was possible, though none was occurred to me. And yet it impressed me strangely, and more perhaps than my friend's effort to assure me, which seemed to dignify it with certain significance and importance. It had proved that no one was there, but then that fact lay the interest. And he offered no explanation. His silence was irritating and made me resentful. My good friend, I said somewhat irreverently, I fear I do not unpersuade to question your right to honour as many spooks as you find agreeable to your taste and consist with your notions of companionship. In no business of mine, that being such a plain man affairs, most as well I find spooks needless, my peace and comfort. I'm going to my hotel, but my fellow guests are still in the flesh. It's not a very civil speech, but he manifested no feeling about it. Can you remain, he said, and grateful for your presence here. What you have heard tonight, I believe myself to have heard, you have heard twice before. I know it is no illusion. It's as much to me, more than you know. Have a fresh cigar and good stock of patience while I tell you the story. Rain was now still, was now falling most suddenly. A low, monotonous susurration. Sonoration interrupted by at long intervals by sudden splashing of barrels of trees of a wild wind. Wind rose and failed. The night was well advanced, but both sympathy and curiosity held me a willing listener to my friend's monologue, which I had a note not to interrupt by a single word from beginning to end. Ten years ago, he said, I occupied a ground floor apartment in a row, one of the row of houses. All alike, away from one another. Away at the, all alike, away at the other end of the town, on what we call Rincon Hill. Been the best quarter of San Francisco, had, but had fallen into neglect and decay, partly because of the primitive character of its domestic architecture, no longer suited the mat- maturing tastes of our weekly citizens, partly because of certain public improvements and made, made a wreck of it. A row of dwellings in which I had lived stood a little back, back from the street, each having a miniature garden separated, made by low iron fences, resected with methodical precision by butts bouldered gravel walk from gate to door. My morning was leaving my lodgings. As heard a young girl entering the adjoining garden on the left, it's warm day in June. She had lightly gowned in white, my shoulders hung a broad straw hat, profusely decorated with flowers and wonderfully beribboned with fashion over time. My attention was not being not held by the stability of her costume, for no one could look at her face and think of anything earthly. Nor do not fear, shall not profane in my description the beautifully exceedingly. All I had ever seen or dreamed of loveliness was in that matchless living picture by the hand of the divine artist. So deeply did it move me, and though without a fault, in priority of the act, unconsciously bare my hand, head as a devout Catholic well-bred precedent, and covers a before an image of blessed virgin. A maiden showed this treasure. She merely turned her glorious dark eyes upon me, 
I looked with a look that made me catch my breath without another of recognition of my act passed into the house. For a moment I stood motionless, head in hand, painfully conscious of my rudeness. So yet so dominated by the expressed emotion, by but a vision. My vision uncomfortable beauty, my penance was less potent than it should have been. Then I went my way, leaving my heart behind. In the natural course of things, I should probably remain away nightfall, but in my, my middle of the afternoon, I was back in the little garden, affecting an interest in the few foolish flowers I had never before observed. My heart was vain, hope was vain, she did not appear. To a night of unrest succeeded the day of expectation disappointment. But on the day after I wandered aimlessly through the neighbourhood, I met her. Of course, I did not repeat my folly by uncovering, nor venturing by even so much as to look long. I looked and manifested an interest in her, yet my heart was beating audibly. I trembled consciously, coloured as she turned her black eyes upon me with a look of obvious recognition, entirely devoid of boldness. I was not weary with the, the peculiars many times afterward. I had yet met the maiden, yet never ever addressed her, nor sought to fix her attention. Nor did I take any action toward making her acquaintance, perhaps my forbearance requiring so supreme an efforts of self denial were not entirely clear to you, and I was at heel and I was heels overhead. In love is true, but how who could overcome his habit of thought for his, his character? I was what some foolish persons are called, pleased to call the others more foolish, pleased to be called aristocrat, and despite her beauty, her charms, her graces, the girl was not my class. I learned a name which is needless to speak, and never something of her family. She was an orphan, a dependent niece of an impossible elderly woman. Early fat woman whose lodging how she lived, make him small and lack the talent for marrying it, marrying it, perhaps a gift. Alliance with that family condemned me to manner of life. Apart from my books and studies, the social sense reduced me to the ranks. It's easy to anticipate such considerations as these. I have not retained myself for the defence. Their judgment been gathered against, entered against me. But in strict justice, all my ancestors for generations should be made at co-defendants. I'll be admitted and plead migration of punishment, impervious maintenance of the heritage, to the menacements, the kind of every goblet of my ancestral blood spoke of provision. In brief, my tastes, habits, instinct, which uh, with whatever my re- for reason my love left me, all fought against it. Moreover, to clean both Sentimentalism found a real charm in an impersonal and spiritual relation, which acquired might vulgarize. Marriage would certainly spell no one I would is what this lovely creature seems. Love is a delicious dream. Why should I bring about my own awakening? Of course, it dated all by all its sense of sentiment was obvious. Honour, pride, prudence, perverence, my deals, my deals all commanded me to go away what I was, that for that I was too weak. The most I could do was a mighty effort 
I will to cease meeting the girl. That I did. I even avoided the chance of cancers in the garden. Hey, my lodgings only. In my lodgings only when I knew she had gone to a music lessons, turning out a nightfall. Yet all of my eyes in one entrance, indulging my fascinating fancies, ordered my entire intentional life in accordance with my dreams. Are my friends own? One whose actions were traceable relation. The reason you could not know the full paradise of which I lived. One evening, de- devil put it into my head to be unspeakable idiot. By panic, careless and populous and questioning, I learned from my gospel landlady, young lady woman's bedroom, joined my own, a potty wall, potty wall between yielding the sudden cold impulses. I gently rapped on the wall, no response naturally, but I had no mood to set the boot. A man is upon me, repeated a folly, offence, but against infertility, I had a decent desist. An hour later, Dissolved in some infernal studies, I heard, or thought I heard my signal answered. Flinging down my books, I sprang to the wall and steadily my beating heart would permit, gave me three slow taps upon it. This time the response is distinct, unspeakable, unmentionable, One, two, three, exact repetition of my signal. That is all I could elicit, but it is enough. Too much. Next evening, for many evenings to afterwards, the folly went on. Always, I was always having the last word during the whole period. Deliciously, deliriously happy, but the perversity of my nature I observed in my resolution not to see her, and as I should have expected, I got no further answers. She is disgusted. I said to myself, "What she thinks my timidity in having no more define define advances, so to seek her, make my acquaintance, and what?" Did not know, nor had do I n- now know what might have come of it. Oh, you know, I passed days and days trying to meet her. All in vain, she was vital as well as in all. I haunted the streets where we had met, but she did not come. By a window, I watched the garden in front of her house. She passed neither nor out, in or not out, fell in the deepest dissection. But even that she had gone away, Yet took no steps to resolve my doubt by inquiry of my landlady, whom indeed I had taken inconquerable aversion for her having once spoken to girl with less of reverence than I thought befitting. Then came a fateful night, worn out with emotion, in various soul absolution, despondency. I returned early, retired early and fallen into such sleep as still possible me. In the middle of the night something, some malign power, but over wretch wrecking of my peace forever, caused me to open my eyes and sit up, wide awake and listening intently, for I knew not what. When I thought I heard a faint tapping on the wall, a mere ghost of feminist signal. In a few moments it repeated one, two, three, no louder than number four, but dressing sets alarm, straining to receive it. I was about to apply when the emphasis of peace again intervened when my affairs rascally suggestion of retaliation. She long and coolly annoyed me. Now I had to ignore her. Incredibly for eternity. May God forgive me. All the nights of the night I lay awake, fortifying my insanity with shameless identifications and listening. Late next morning, as I was leaving the house, I met my landlady uh, entering. Good morning, Mr. Dapier, said she. Have you heard the news? I have replied. 
It was. I had no news in manner, but I did not hear, did not care to hear any. May escape the observation. Are you the sick young lady next door? She backed on. Or do you not, did not know why she's fallen, been ill for weeks and now? I must bang upon her. Now I cried. Now what? You're dead. It's not the whole story in the middle of the night to learn later patient awaking from a long stupor after a week of delirium had asked as her last utterance and begged to be moved to the opposite side of the room. They had attendance had thought of course the vagary of delirium, but had complied. The poor posse soul exerted its falling will to restore a broken connection, a golden friend of sentiment between its, its innocence and monstrous baseness, owing to blind, brutal allegiance to the law itself. What reparations could I make? Their masses could be can be said for the spouse of souls abroad such nights as this spirits blown out about by the wilderness minds coming into storm and darkness of shines of potence hence of memory passages of doom is the third visitation on the first occasion i too sceptical to demand and verify my natural methods of character of the incident the second responded to the signal after it been several times repeated without result Tonight's occurrence completes the fatal triad. As bold by Pavlis and Nocomarinus, there is no, no more to tell. I was able to finish this story. I think of nothing reverent I cared, that I cared to say. To question him would have been a hideous incredulous. I rose and bade him good night. I made of him a sense of my sympathy, which he suddenly acknowledged by pressure of the hand. That night alone with his sorrow and remorse, he passed into the unknown.